0: Thank <laughs> you. How you doing? This is another episode of Unfiltered with Bob Z on the podcast where we promise, we promise, we promise to keep it real for you. You know, um, we have a very special guest in the house. Uh, one of the, um, you know, when we think about, you know, people, a lot of times, you know, people look at like, what, you know, are they elected or are they doing this or they don't. But we, it's, it's a lot of people that's on the ground, man. It's a whole lot of people that's on the ground that sometimes we may overlook. You know, we may not, you know, because of, um, I guess, I don't know if it's the mentality in this area, but I kind of tend to lean that way, and so that's just how I get down. But today we have Michael Scott of um, Parents Coaching Parents Network. You are the CEO, right? CEO and founder. CEO and founder. Okay, well, we're going to get right to the questions because uh, it's a very interesting concept. You know, I found, like, you know, parents, coaching parents because – you know some of the things we're doing now you know we don't have what what we like to call peer support you know and, and 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 that's probably one of the things that you know back in the day probably kept us out of trouble more than anything else you know we have you know we have somebody around us and say yo 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 dude we ain't doing that and so you know, your peers was the thing so so I want to get to like the questions and, and the, the first questions is I guess you know I don't even know how I can start a show without talking about the pandemic, regardless, I mean, you know, regardless of whatever else is going on, but the pandemic has moved so many people in the direction of serving the community. Now, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, you know, I, because I think we just looked at it as, as, from the perspective of, you know, well, what are we gonna do now? So people, and then on top of that with the social justice thing, so everybody is kind of, you know, trying to, trying to do their thing, and I'm like, okay, I welcome it, but what I'd I like to talk to you about, because you've been on, you've been in it for a minute, this ain't a new thing to you. And so um, tell us how you got started and what are some of the goals and aims of your organization?
1: Okay, well, um, you know, one thing that really and truly got me started uh, with the Parents Coach Parents Network and mm-hmm. the value that was added to it was during the time that my son was going through the recruiting process. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, colleges was out there and they knew about them, but nobody was really – showing any interest, and so I started asking questions as far as, uh, hey, you know, what should I be doing? And the different people that I talked to would give me mm-hmm. various answers. Right. And so that said, okay, something's wrong. There, there has to be at least a road or a pathway that somebody can put me on or or just hand me a book. I can right, read. Right. you know? <laughs> Give me a book. I can you, read. Yeah, right. So, um, and moving forward, I reached out to the school.
0: And when I reached out, what, to... what his, school was that? I, we can put him on. No, no.
1: I, I I reached out to his high school, <laughs> and everybody know he he, he came from D- creek, uh, Deep, and, deep uh, Creek. Deep Creek. I spoke to <laughs> I spoke to one of the school officials. Right. And so I asked about you know what should I be doing as a parent. Wow. You know because I noticed that. You know, it wasn't a whole lot of things going on, and parents, they weren't sharing information. So one of the officials at the school said, well, hey, um, everybody's not going to have a chance to attend the level of college that your son's going to have a chance to
0: attend. Right.
1: Well, you know, like you just said, let's keep it real. That wasn't your call. Uh That's the way I seen it. Right. (laughs) You know, if you're telling me that everybody's not going to have a chance to attend the same level of school... Okay, so what? They still need the information. Mm. So that's what caused me to start putting together this concept of the Parents Coach Parents Network. Okay. Because the more and more I learned, the more and more I wanted to share. Mm. You know, I, I, I'm, I have that give back nature. It, okay. it's, it's in my DNA. That's what uh, it takes. You know, one yeah. of those, just those type of guys that, hey, you know, I, I'll give it back to you. I, I'll, I'll serve you, whatever. That's how it is. So um, as a result, I started uh, coming across different pieces of information. And as I got my hands on the information, I started sharing that information with other parents. And we went on a visit to uh, Temple University and and spoke with the legendary uh, Coach John Chaney. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. You, you spoke know. with oh, the Godfather. He 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 was still in in uh he was still coaching during that time period. And he was recruiting Mike. Okay. And so at the time, I was like, okay. And I told him about, you know, this thing about parents coaching parents and, you know, just having a parent support group, so on and so forth. And he said, Hey, move forward with it. Go ahead. He said, I'll support you in any way possible. So uh I connected with Coach John Chaney uh, when he was recruiting Mike out of Temple University. Okay. And uh, he just validated everything I was thinking. Mm. And by him validating it and being in the game for as long as he had been in the game, I looked at that as that was a golden nugget. You know, that was one of those things that you just can't push to the side. When you're talking about basketball, you're talking about African-American, you're talking about – Uh, Young men, you know, because he was doing some positive things up there, you know, at Temple University with the young men that he had.
0: He's legendary.
1: That's it. That's it. So how all that came into play was uh, just him giving me the okay. Mm -hmm. And and then from there, as we talk about and think about uh, some of the goals and directions, I want to um, take this organization. You know, I want this to be a catalyst for a national movement. Right, where I like where that. where information is being shared with parents around the country, you okay. know, in all aspects, and, and as well, I as I primarily focus on sports, I can also you know talk about other things and other aspects of
0: our society. Well, let me ask you this though, mm-hmm. right? What inf You know, we we say information. So let's say I got a, 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 a what they call it. A, uh, uh, A1, a gold star, or okay. what, uh, 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 blue, a, blue that, chip chip, As you and I would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah. A, blue, yeah. a blue chip yeah. athlete okay. that's over here in, in, in Chesapeake, and I have some parents that are doing the same thing in Hampton, the Newport News. I mean, and so what type of information would you share?
1: Well, you know, that's the funny part because a lot of parents don't know. Right. And, right. and and actually, I'm working on a book, and, and it, it should be out by the end of this year. Uh, and the title of the book is "You Don't Know What You Don't Know About Athletic Scholarship." Mm, okay. And uh, and it's all about just putting information out there that is not a normal, honest conversation that you would hear from a parent's perspective. Okay. Uh, I feel you. You on know, that. because parents are handed the guidebook for college-bound student-athletes. It's a, it's a book that the NCAA puts out. Mm-hmm. They're handed that book, and they can look through that book, and they can read the pages, and then from there say, okay, well, I'm ready. No, you're not, because you're not ready to deal with that college coach that's a professional salesman. Wow, yeah, that's, that's their job. Exactly. So, you're not ready to deal with him. You're not ready to deal with his questions, his line of questions, how he's going to, uh, you know, manipulate your child or how he's going to um, connect with your child and and form that bond with your child. You're not ready for any of that kind of stuff. And then you're not ready for all the outside
0: folks that may come into play. Um, You got your... um Your boosters, and you got all kind of people that... Oh, man, you got boosters, you got street runners, you got
1: so-called scouts, you got wannabe scouts, you got fake agents, you got...
0: (laughs) Well, look, look, I don't want to cut you off, but look, we 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 got to back this up a little bit, because we talking to you, so who is your son? <laughs> oh, okay. I know. I'm, I'm, I know. Listen, I'm, I'm we sorry. just assuming I'm that everybody knows, right? I'm
1: sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, my son is uh, Mike Scott, um, eighth year in the season with the Philadelphia 76ers. Is that right? He initially started out with the uh, Atlanta Hawks and played five years I with the that. Hawks. Okay. And then moved on from there, uh, from the Hawks to the Wizards for mm-hmm. about a year, and then from the Wizards out to the Clippers for a half a season. Okay. And then uh, last season and a half, he's been with um
0: the Sixers. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, that's uh I mean, one thing I find is that this area, man, Chesapeake like, native, it's deep the creek. <laughs> this this area has a, a, a really a good history of that. I want to just segue just a little bit because I was I was looking, you know, whenever I talk to somebody, I, I don't just I try to research them and talk to them and find okay. out really what, you know, what they're doing and what their motivation is and and, and you know, and and so Parents, coaching parents, I mean, it's a great way to enlist peer support. Uh, But you just launched a new program that goes right, what I call, you went right into the belly of the beast, you know, with respect to the situation at hand, um, shooting unarmed black folk and, you know, all different type of things. Or or, or maybe sometimes the the unfiltered, you know, sometimes it's black folk shooting black folk, Uh you know. And so... Then I just I was watching the debate the other night and it was like they got something called the Proud Boys. I'm like, come on man, stop playing you know but at the same time you' got to um you got to make it home yeah saying so yeah tell us about you know your, your new program or, or you know the program that you recently launched, and tell us about what you know what that's all about
1: okay um and actually I, I can't even put claim to that that that's a new initiative. That was started by uh, parents of professional basketball players. Okay. Um, there's a group of us uh, mm-hmm. that have gotten together uh, based upon looking at the situation that the Bucks experienced when they had to shut the game down. Right. I remember you, that. You know, a couple weeks ago. So I remember that. You know, a couple parents said, hey, all right, we have to show our support to our kids. And how are we going to do that? Mm-hmm. So, one thing that they decided to do was this get home safely campaign okay and turn it into a national movement and The other thing, of course, is the voting but um I think what you're talking about is the get home safely I campaign am, am, and that get home safely campaign has 12 st- uh, ten steps. I keep saying twelve steps. I don't know why. I want to add two more the steps. All other
0: programs got twelve steps. <laughs> I, you know, yeah, exactly,
1: <laughs> exactly. We we want to avoid those programs. We want to stick with this ten step. It, it's ten steps or ten talking points that help you think about the situation when you're stopped, either just walking down the street or whatever you're doing, or you're stopped while you're you know a, a, a traffic stop. Right uh, about getting home safely, mm-hmm. you know, and then highlights and identifies some things that if you put these ten things into consideration each and every time, wow, your your potential to get home safely has risen. You know, now I don't, you know, we don't know what that fool on the other end of the blue uniform or whatever is going to do. Right, and, and I hate to call them a fool, but well, we gotta, the ones that's out there doing the things that they're doing, they are.
0: It be, because they're not doing with any uh, justification. Well, well, like I always say, some, some jobs you just can't have bad apples. Yeah, exactly. I, I know. I mean, it's like, I'm just, and, and, and they get on me all the time because I, I have a discussion <laughs> with a lot of people in law enforcement, and I'm saying it cannot be that difficult, just not the shooters. I, it can't be that hard. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to back up off of that. But look, um, one of the things I'm doing right now, I'm teaching virtually every day. You know, in high schools, and you know, one of the things I see uh, lacking is the parent piece, right? And especially in, in the financially disadvantaged um, households, uh-huh. I, I was um I was thinking of doing a training that would help uh, those parents better monitor the schoolwork. Is there any thought, you know, just from you, just on uh, how that could be a part of not necessarily the um the uh the, the, the parents um coaching parents, but in a way, my vision is kind of like, well, um, from the perspective of some of the teachers or, or some of the other parents that don't, um, that are, that let's keep it real, that are you know, computer savvy, yeah. and a lot, of, you know, a lot of parents are not, but there's, you know, so what do you think about some, some kind of program like that? Well, you know, I think that would be a great concept,
1: and, and this going to cause me to switch hats right now. Uh, because I am also the host of the Hampton Roads NAACP show. Is that right? That, that airs that- every Saturday morning on uh, 1350 AM, if, if you didn't mind me giving a quick no, shout. No, go, go shameless plug. <laughs> go ahead and yeah. share. Make it happen. But, but, uh, make it happen. You know, I, I've been doing that show for probably the last 10 years, and the guy that got me started, he was on probably, uh, man, 15 to 20 years prior to me, and he kept me going all the way up until last year, and he passed on. Um, but coming to you from that perspective and and being in Norfolk Public School System on a daily basis where I I, uh, currently work, um, we as adults have to step up our game. Indeed. We have to step up our game in the sense of quit being afraid of technology. Right. You know, our kids, and and I've watched it unfold several times. Our kids can pick up a device, get a brand new device, you hand them the box, and within 10 or 15 minutes, they know everything about that device, how to get on it, how to manipulate it, how to uh, 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 switch the code on it, how to, uh, as they would say, jailbreak it and and do everything else. But we as parents, we sit back and if, if we don't just go to our little simple apps that we go to, Candy Crush or... Facebook and read somebody else's business or whatever, We stay away from it. We got to start up in that's our right. game on the
0: technology side. That way, we're better enabled to help our kids. Well, I, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. And you know, one of the things that you know, I guess, I teach virtually, and I teach it. And it's funny that I already know, and I tell them, I say, "Well, your generation is not that technology, you know, as far as you know, I have that much savvy," and they, and, and that's. That's how I kind of fool the kids, but you know but i't I, like when you are in, in the classroom sometimes they're like well I, I don't know how to do it I'm like, come on man, you did a whole you took apart a whole um phone system, <laughs> I know you know how to do it but yep. um so that's something that I just think that would be a um good thing, and one of the you know I got a couple more questions, but really quick um i served i served uh in in, in the two thousand early 2000s. As the and I started out as a single parent, so that's how I got involved in the PTA, mm-hmm. and I served as I was uh, elected twice as the um the president of the PTA citywide Chesapeake, you know. Okay. Forty okay. four schools and forty five thousand students, and when they first found out, they were like, "Oh, you're Bob Williams," <laughs> and I was like, yeah. "Oh man," I was oh, like, okay. "Yeah, it's me." No. <laughs> okay, I'm <laughs> not okay. okay. I, no, I I really that serious, but but my thing is that. And um, we had such a difficult time getting black parents, African-American parents, to, to come to the PTA meetings. And, you know, it, it saddened me to a point where, I mean, I then I go to the, the games, you know, the basketball games. It's like we all, you know, we like, you know, boom, we in there. And so... One of the things I did, that's back when we had, i get, like, Bruce Smith or Alonzo, whoever was in town. Okay. I'd get them to come to the PTA meetings, and boom, right in, I had, like, 50 black dads in there, you know. So, you know, I just, you know, how can we help improve upon... You know, I, I I know, and we good at sports, so I don't, I ain't mad at you know parents that you know want to come. Gotcha. Cheer, you know, that's a good you know that's that's something that's positive that we do. And sports teaches a lot of different things, you know, teamwork and you know all that kind of thing. So I'm not writing off sports. You know what I'm saying, how can we get a little more enthusiasm for the academic piece?
1: Well, you know, one thing that I I'm, I'm going to roll out on that with is we have to understand the value in it. Right. Because at the end of the day, it's our children that's going to be shortchanged. And if you understood the value enough to go to that football game to make sure that the coach is getting your child in the game, or you know, you making sure you're writing down your son's stats or your mm-hmm. daughter's stats on, so you can put together a highlight tape and send it, you need to make sure that what that child is being taught, especially now, especially in the year of 2020. Oh my God. You know, I said something about 2020 the other day on the Hampton Roads NAACP show. I said, you know, it's funny because 2020, as, as we think about 2020, when we always hear that, we think about sight. You know, we we me you and I we sitting there here with our glasses on. <laughs> but you know, at one time we had twenty twenty. I, I
0: had twenty forty. I was, yeah, I was, you know, I was, At, at
1: <laughs> and one time we had you know had that that good twenty twenty. Right. You know, and we wanted to maintain that that perfect sight. So as we think about the year of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. we want to think about that same thing. All the things that have been exposed to us. All right. Throughout this year all the mistreatments of folks in our community. Mm-hmm. The covers have been pulled back. Oh, my God. It, it's not just about the 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 uh, disease or the virus, the pandemic. It's about this social injustice pandemic yeah, that we're yeah. dealing with. The covers have been pulled back. Things have been exposed to us that we would have never thought about before or we would have overlooked. And when I say overlooked, we got to think about all these things that – our children have been taught over the years about history. Right. Now, is somebody going to take into consideration and revamp these history books or rewrite these history books? Mm-hmm. Because there's a whole lot of Misinformation. Misinformation, as, as you would say, Carter crazy, G. Woodson. Crazy. That's misinformation. Mis- misinformation mis- that has been put out there, of the
0: American you, you You know, um, one of the things, Mike. You know, I always I, and I said this. You know, not to cut you off, but I, I said that 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 um, if people weren't home, because I mean, you know, these killings of unarmed um, black men and women. I mean, it's been going on for a minute. Yes. But if people weren't home for the pandemic. That everybody couldn't have been eating their lunch, watching George Floyd be killed and strangled with somebody. Everybody was home. Yeah. Everybody saw it because we were. Everybody was home because. Of, so I always tape and, and I say this and I'm gonna shut up, well for a minute anyway, but you know, um, I start at the starting line with anybody. You know, but we as a people, we've been like, we started like, you know, you know, when we was young, it would be always somebody that can run real fast in the neighborhood, and they'll take their shoes off. Uh-huh. And they'll say, I'll give you a head start. Okay. You know, and i you know, I be like, well, I'll take a head start. And they'll walk you down. You know, there's always somebody, I'm telling you, there's always one guy in the neighborhood that could walk everybody down and run in the middle of the street with no shoes on. And so, just to say, to say that, to say this, that, like, you know, for the spam, that mean, it kind of was a reset. Uh-huh. You know, and, I, and from my personal perspective, I was like, I'll start with it. Put me at the same starting line, I'll start with anybody. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And so, look, I got a, a final thing. We got to get out of here. But, you know, I did want to get your final message because um, you're a very interesting guy. I respect what you're doing in the community. And like I said, sometimes, you know, I guess the, I, I hate when they say unsung here. you know, no, I want to be sung. You know, <laughs> you a sung hero. You know, what I'm hey, we, e- we give it out we ain't get we give out the song awards. E- not, either way, that, that don't bother me, <laughs> yeah, brother. But, I'm gonna but, get mine. Mine's gonna right, shine and, through. at the end of the day, but the satisfaction is, is is within. Yes, sir. You know, and so finally, my message just I want you just to like give out like a message to the young people, and what is your message to the parents?
1: You know. My message to the young folks, and and I started out talking about it when we opened up with the the questions. You know, my biggest concern and biggest fear and biggest uh, issue right now is the Get Home Safely campaign. And them understanding the value behind that opportunity to think about what they're doing. Humble themselves and make sure that they do Mm. get home safely. Because they don't realize their life has so much value, you know. Indeed. That 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 we we don't even know because years from now, George Floyd, uh, Breonna Taylor, uh, uh, Ahmaud Arbery, they could have turned out to be senators and congressmen.
0: Indeed,
1: and made major changes in our community. Indeed. So we can't overlook that. We can't we can't shy away from that. So. Folks, I, I know, you know, I initially started out talking about sports. Sports all ties into that. Because sports is nothing more than a microcosm of, of what we deal with in life. You know, so once we take that and understand that if you're involved in sports, hey, use it to your advantage. If you're not involved in sports, and but you like it, you still use it to your advantage. If you have nothing to do with sports, I understand that as well. But understand your life is that important, your life is that valuable for you not to humble yourself for that few seconds, get home safely, and understand that you have a bigger goal in life other than dealing with some fool out there on the street. And, and for the parents, and, and I, I'm gonna wrap it up here with this, for the parents, we have to be supportive. We have to be able to work with and through each other. Right. You know, just as you and I sit here today, I had never met you. I I knew uh the you know the brother that invited me out here and he connected us and you know from there, but now we have established our connection. Right. You know, I'm running around the hallway looking like a chicken with the head cut off and you say, Hey brother, I'll come get you stand by the elephant, you know, you could just let me well I'm around here at uh, that such and such. No, nah, nah. how we do it. But uh we have to be able to work with and through each other. And one of the goals and models that i use with the parents coach the parents network is help us help you and i'm going to extend that out to in and everybody that's listening to this podcast that you're connected to that you know understand that is value in numbers all right and as long as we can deal
0: with that hey we're going to be all right right well we're going to have lot, leave it right there but you know one of the things that i just want to add in closing is that you know, we, we we have got to, we have got to come together. And I just want to thank uh, Brother Scott for coming out here and, and and just, you know, coming out here and just being a part. And I guarantee you, if, if you listen to this podcast, you're going to get something out of it. I want to thank you for coming out. And look, listen to the podcast. We keep it unfiltered at Bob Z Unfiltered. You know what I mean? Let's do it. See you later. See you next time.